FM 104 is switched on and I'm joined by Mary Cahalan from BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you very much for chatting to us. So at the weekend, it was 60 years of the Young Scientists. Tell us how the event went. Yeah, we had a phenomenal event. Um, Haven't got the numbers on the doors, as they say, Mm -hmm. yet, but um, I know it could be busy um, with lots of people travelling from all over the country to, to visit the Young Scientists. Why is something like this so important, even after all these years? Um, I think it just really um, has stayed true to when it was launched back in 1963, first exhibition in 1965, that it's a platform for young people to research um, and develop projects around science, technology, engineering and maths. So the kernel of that idea is still the same. Um, So not much has changed in that regard around the the, uh, exhibition stroke competition in all that time. Have you noticed, I suppose, a change in the projects that have been coming in over the last few years? Oh, absolutely. You'll Mm -hmm. see different themes uh, win out every year or increase every year. And that's very much to do with the interest that the students have in the here and now and the interest that they have in in guiding their own futures and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, there's there's lots of things where it may be a personal interest or a family interest. Or something that they want to learn more about that they've, they've, they've started learning about in school. So, yeah, the curiosity is there um, for the students to get involved. It was quite nice to see this year that chat GPT and AI and all that was getting a look in as well. Like, we're really kind of moving into that era now as well, aren't we? We are, and to have such a sophisticated project win around chat GPT, um, when chat GPT hasn't been around for all that long, and we know that there's been sort of ne- negative connotations around it and how we'll be able to control parts and parcels of it. But the gender um, AI, which is what Sean's project was on, was able to te- detect if an author's work had been plagiarised, which is a real step forward in that field. That's that's so new as well. So I think um, his his work is, is really, really um, sophisticated for somebody of his age mm-hmm. and took the judges... Um, that, that they were really, really impressed um, with with his level of work on that. Yeah, because it's so advanced because even some of the top scientists haven't gotten to that point yet either. So it's amazing what these students can pull together. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I know, like, I, I've known Sean for a couple of years because he's taken part in our BT Young Scientist boot, boot camp only last year and his second part in the BT Young Scientist on three occasions before, and it always with different projects. So you've got somebody that is just curious about how things work and everything else. So so it's great to, to sort of see that as well. So, um, but lots of uh, diverse projects as well across yeah. the piece as well as shows. Absolutely. And you were honoured for your contribution to STEM only a little while ago. How important is it or how have, or how far have we come in the last couple of years? Um, well, that was that was a real honour. I, I received a, an honorary doctorate from the National Universities of Ireland uh, last March. Uh, totally out of the blue. Um, but I think it, it's actually a testament to the work that uh, BT have done through being um, the organiser and custodian of the Young Scientists for 24 years. And I've been involved for all of those 24 years. So it's, it's really important that people see and sort of recognition there. And I think being a woman in STEM as well, mm-hmm. it really, really helps um, younger women um, to show what, what can be done in science, technology, engineering and, and the maths as well. Um, and I'm not saying I'm a role model, but to see role models that, that are there, that are, are changing 
changing things, hopefully for the better, and um, in roles that may be more attainable for young, young girls as they're growing up. How can we encourage more young women to get into it? Well, the facts belie that they, they, they aren't getting involved. So 67% of our participants this year, both from an entry-level point of view and from a qualified point of view, were actually young girls. Nice. Uh, where it is not translating is probably, and there has been phenomenal changes in people in third level, uh, young, young girls taking up uh, STEM in third level, but maybe it's some of the more sort of research posts or, or post um, undergrad and stuff like that. They're not staying there. So that there's a piece of work that we don't know. But I know between the Department of Education, the Department of Higher Education and the sort of third level institutions themselves, as well as things like uh, the apprentice office, apprenticeship office and people like that, everybody is looking to see how they can they can change that um, in, in a qu- quick enough time so we see more uh, girls and women involved in STEM. Yeah, it'd be nice to see. But obviously, Sean won at the weekend. Was there any other projects that stood out for you? Well, the good, just following on from that subject, the other, um, we have top four, and the other three projects were uh, all featured girls as well, nice. um, which was great to see. Um, and always good to see as many girls in, on, on, in the Finnish podium. I haven't done the stats, but I think they'll probably be similar for the, the amount of girls that have won projects as well. Yeah, there, there was lots of, like, you go from the sort of the simple ideas. I, I don't get on the floor an awful lot, unfortunately, because I'm so busy. Just in the background trying to make through, make sure that everything is there. But there, there was lots of projects around sort of farming and then you tech projects and you have hands-on sort of projects around something that's going to help a very specific project um, in an area or people looking at their local environments and see how, how they can change things. So the subject matter is just just vast. It's amazing. And then obviously we're going to be looking ahead now to next year's. When can they start getting ready? Now. Now, okay. In all seriousness, we'll <laughs> go out to schools probably in the next three to four weeks, just reminding them of the dates for 2025. Wow. Um, we'll be open for entries sometime over the summer. But it shouldn't stop anybody going onto our website, www.btyoungscientist.com, at this stage, just to have a look about what you need for an entry. It's a one-page proposal. It's an idea. Get a teacher involved. Start working with the teachers now to see if they would support your project mm-hmm. um, and everything else. But, and we'll also have our primary science fair back next year. So plenty of opportunity for people to get involved. Excellent. Mary Callan, Head of Young Scientists and Technology Exhibition, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thanks, Louise.